0: you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right, roll it.
2: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
3: Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy, honey.
1: Everyone, my name's Andy, and I am Naomi, and, and welcome, welcome to, to Couples, couples therapy. therapy, where we break down relationships, love, and life with wildly entertaining and talented guests. Yes. 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 Thank you, Christina. That's a new, a very succinct. Christina wrote a whole thing where she's like, "I like, I think everything uh, we like about your intros there and in the uh, the tagline and the theme song. Right, right, right. right. Keep it short. She uh, she didn't write this, but I read into it. It said." Keep it short, schmucks.
0: Well, she said all you need to do is Marie Kondo it and simplify your shit. Oh, yeah, no, no. She was incredibly nice. I'm just saying that direct about it. And I was like, I hear you, Queen. In 2020, (laughs) we want to streamline it all
1: up. No, no, no. I always read my own insecurities into everyone's. Oh,
0: of course, of course, of course. Into anyone to me, any facial expression, any lilt, (laughs) any pause. So fully, I'm with you on that.
1: Uh, We're very excited because... Burgers are on their way. We're sitting here, recording this intro, days before this episode drops, and uh, we looked at each other and we're like, uh, we haven't had a burger in a while. It was time. It was time. And this place got impossible, burgers, folks.
0: So you know Andy was like, yes, yes, yes. I also ordered fries and an
1: array of dipping sauces.
0: So, you know, things are going to get fun. <laughs>
1: things are going to get fun in about 32 minutes. We are worn out by everything, and all we want is impossible burgers, or for Naomi, not impossible. Very possible burgers. Very possible. possible. <laughs> Very possible burgers. That's what they should start calling regular burgers, yeah, yeah, like yeah. meat burgers. They're yeah. possible burgers. They're possible. They're These possible. are
0: impossible. Um, you You guys...
1: you feeling okay Naomi? no
0: i'm feeling okay i just kind of like i'm just i just want to say really quickly you know i'm just going to be real cheesy and just say how much i just appreciate you listening to the pod sticking with us going on the journey yeah that is 2020 true and i feel it in my heart and feel it in my bones you know i feel like it took me a long time to sort of realize and accept that there are people on the other end of this microphone eventually do you know what i mean like Uh listening and now i'm starting to i feel like more in getting a sense of who our listeners are who our community is and just really like Filled with gratitude. An attitude of gratitude. So I'm putting it out there and I'm trying to create positivity because every fiber of my being is negative, negative, negative.
1: And I have an attitude of gratitude. My favorite Weezer album.
0: Ratitude is a...
1: Yeah, also untrue. (laughs) I pretty much like... It's
0: very clear. Andy has got to let you know that that rhyme was not factually accurate. It's not.
1: Look, I don't want the listeners thinking that I like anything past Pinkerton, Naomi. I know. I know it's important to you. I know. I have to feel... Naomi, I was never cool, all right? (laughs) All right, so anytime that I... I got to at least project some amount of coolness. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I'll never be cool, but if I can just like... Have an have a, have a I was gonna say an ounce, not even an ounce. Yeah, a sprinkling of coolness. Yeah, and part of that is not liking any Weezer, Past Pinkerton, sorry, sorry Rivers, sorry Pat. And do you know they're like two of our top listeners? Um,
0: You guys, before we get to our guest We have an update We do have an update Do you want to read it? I do
1: want to read this update It makes me so happy Now, do you remember It was in uh, Arden's episode Just dropped last week Yes Alright There was a listener who wrote in uh, Asking advice about their husband Who was suddenly had like a personality change And was going to vote for President Shithead
0: And... You know, this listener just had a new baby and, you know, this was this this was not the person she
1: had married. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, it was as if a pod person. Right. Had uh, replaced her husband. Right. We got an update. We got an update.
0: We got an update. So here it is, because I think inquiring minds want to know. First of all, I want to say thank you all for your kind words. It feels like I wrote to you guys so long ago, but then again, 2020. Naomi, thank you so much for telling me to talk it out. It's actually exactly what I did to have a more understanding of exactly what I did to have more understanding. And of course, Andy was right about internet conspiracies. And yes, my husband is white with a lot of research (laughs) debunking theories and talking. Everything felt so much better. And now to top it off, someone very close in his family has COVID and he has definitely changed his mind and is now voting Biden. We got our ballots this past week and we actually did them together with finding more information before really checking off that bubble. It seems so long ago writing to you guys, mostly because a lot has happened to change his mind because of fucking course we need to vote him out. Anyway, thank you so much. Your words were really needed, and I'm just happy to report back with way better news. I mean, when we got this DM, we I screamed. I screamed, <laughs> didn't I? I screamed. You shattered
1: my eardrums. The pets
0: ran. It was like... It was like the Beatles had come into town in 1960. I was oh, you my mean
1: mind. you mean when you got this when we got the update, the update. Oh, I thought you meant when you got the original email. You screamed. No, this was. I was squealed with delight.
0: Yes, is that better? I squealed yes. with delight. I'm I think screaming
1: that's as hilarious comedian
3: Brent uh, Sullivan says.
1: I was screaming. I see what you're saying. Yes, you were very excited when you got this update. I'm I, I thought you were when you we got the original email. You were terrified. I was living. Screaming. No, I was living. You were screaming this. in terror like we were watching uh, our friend uh, Josh's new movie on Shudder, Scare Me. Scare Me on Shudder. Are you watching it? Have you seen it?
0: Really, tour de force performances from Josh and I, a I them. must say. Love them. Um, isn't that great, guys? See what happens sometimes, honey? You got to talk it out before you walk
1: it out. That's what I say, right? Talk, talk it out before you caulk it out. That's what I mean by before you seal someone behind the wall of your bathroom. Okay, yes, yes,
0: yes. Now I'm getting it. Yes. Yes. Cast yes, of
1: Amontillado style.
0: <laughs>
1: Naomi, this is a great episode. We're oh. very excited about this. We left talking to this person feeling uplifted, I believe.
0: We felt like 10 pounds lighter. We felt the sun shining on our faces indoors. You I know? wish
1: for real we were 10 pounds. Pa- well, I'm not speaking for you. Well, I, I wish I for real was 10 pounds I lighter. You know what I'm saying, honey. It's rough. You guys- I love you just the way you are.
0: And I love you the
1: way you are. Too bad we don't love ourselves ourselves the the way way we are.
0: are. (laughs) Love it. Um, You guys, you have already heard his stunning voice. We are talking to Brandon Kyle Goodman. He is an actor, writer, and host of the podcast Black Folks and Do the Work, a brand new pod, which you heard a little sample of on our feed. He has written for Big Mouth, appeared on Modern Love, and he is just a gem of a human who we were delighted to talk to. Yeah.
1: It was a, we, we kind of knew Brandon through some friends here in Los Angeles. I think we mentioned it on yeah, that yeah, episode. Yeah. And so we, we like slightly knew him before we started talking to him and we knew but he this, was a cool dude. But this
0: is our first time doing a little deep dive, getting in there. And it's just like wonderful when you're like, oh, you seem cool and you are cool, mm. you know? And also, no, you seem cool and you are nice. You know what yeah. I mean? He's a warm, open heart and yeah, that's yeah. beautiful.
1: Yeah. Um, before we get to the show though, a couple of housekeeping things we actually have some uh well internet live shows but some live shows coming up that i think are really cool uh one of them is i'm doing this show uh for this uh i don't know what you call it organization called sister district but basically they are uh involved in trying to flip red seats in like state legislatures around the country blue Yes, right.
0: it's about those local elections, baby.
1: And uh, I did this before, and it was super fun. The last one I did was uh, with uh, June Diane Raphael and Sheer and Manzoukas and <laughs> Greg Proops and a bunch of other cool people.
0: I like that you just said Sheer. You know, you give us the three <laughs> names of June, and then you go Sheer, Manzoukas. Honey, we don't all listen to How Did This Get Made. Actor Paul Sheer, the- actor <laughs> comedian
1: Jason Manzoukas for the what three times I've met him in a green room at UCB. I'm sheer. like, yeah, be a sheer. Sheer. But uh <laughs> basically a bunch of comedians play Quiplash and uh some lucky uh audience members get to play with them. What a fun time! Now I know I'm not that exciting, but you know people. I don't know if those people will be there, but some cool people of that caliber. It's a will true be
0: cavalcade there. of stars.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, and it's going to be uh, the 25th Sunday, the 25th at 4 p.m. PST, 7 p.m. EST. And if you just look up Sister District Portland, mm, I it's love the first the way hit. You just really hit those t's, It's better baby. than reading at the URL. It's no, the no, first you're hit teched. on a uh, yield Google. And just click it. And uh, you should be able to find the information right there on the front page. So, And you know
0: uh, what else? We're doing something together, love. Yeah. On Tuesday 11-3, you know what day that is. We will be doing an hour-long couples therapy show, just me and Andy, at for Vote No Joke. And that will be 12 hours of comedic performances starting yeah. from going from noon to midnight. We are at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. Eastern. And, honey, the whole point is to give you some lulls while you waiting at the polls. <laughs> that is a fact. Is that one
1: of their things, or did you just make No, that I up?
0: just came up with that.
1: You are the successor to Jesse Jackson.
0: Thank you so much. I have been saying that for years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but it should be, like, a really fun show. We're just basically going to be doing our Twitch show. Yeah. We'll be doing some uh, – some people have requested. We do uh, Whose Sign Is It Anyway, which is a uh, – <laughs> where Naomi and I do uh, – Seinfeld bits off the top of our heads Based on uh, suggestions it's, from the audience You can uh, actually, if you go to Instagram It's uh, one of the, the things I just posted it's, e-
0: it's like so dumb Oh, it's
1: incredibly stupid, <laughs> but
0: it's fun But,
1: but uh, yeah, if you go to aafront.org Slash vnj You can get more information on
0: that And again, as we said, we'll be doing you know Pretty much a version of our Twitch show But as always, we do have our Twitch show Wednesdays, 2pm PST 5pm EST I mean good god 10pm GMT Okay Cause <laughs> wow. we've got some We've got some UK listeners oh, that's baby, true We do UK watchers We do have some UK um, watchers and that We is, have some Australian
1: watchers What's That's that true time, It was though, like
0: 7am I think they said Oof. They were like at 7am And I was like Blessings
1: to you To be doing this the Yeah first uh, of the morning. We're taking this week off But next week And every week after that <laughs> Well, we may may take some breaks what happens. We'll see what happens after the election.
0: The point is, if you go to twitch.tv slash couples therapy pod, free to watch, check it out, hang out. There's a whole, like, we have our whole community now in the chat. We're calling it group. We're the CTQC. We're getting shirts made. That is
1: not a joke. Yeah, we're close to making this a cult, I guess.
0: So just really, like, get on in there. Again, it's a fun hour if you need to just take a break. Goof off.
1: With your faves. And, uh, of course, this is an advice episode. And if you would like to call up and leave your own voicemails, advice questions, asking us for help, 323-524-7839. Of course, we will take DMs. We love voicemails, though. But you know I love a DM. I think that's it now. Do we get through the... uh, The uh, assault of promos, of uh, plugs.
0: Absolutely. And now, (laughs) without any further ado, let's give them the beauty that is Brandon Kyle Goodman. Roll it.
1: The cat is sitting next to me. Yes. The the dog just jumped up to like, the dog wants to be friends with the cats. The cats want nothing to do with
0: the dog. Right. The cats are Mariah Carey. The dog is J-Lo. I don't know her. It's that energy in this house. It's It's that energy. I don't know her.
3: I'm a fan. I don't know her. But I'm a fan. I don't know her. Always. (laughs) Um,
1: Uh, BKG, can I just say this?
3: Yes, please. Love your energy.
0: Thank He's got you. A good energy. Oh, thank you. He has a very good energy, a warmth, an open heart. Mm-hmm. Despite- I had some
3: candles lit. I did the mood lighting down, a sage <laughs> a little bit. That's yeah. what you're feeling. <laughs> I'm vibing with you. I'm
1: resonating on the
3: same wavelength that you are resonating
1: on. I'm That's here for that. Yeah. Love I just wanted to guard. put that out there. Are y'all those. wearing your merch? Because I'm a-
0: i
3: am I am. I personally am. No. I love it. <laughs> I'm wearing a K Records t-shirt with a little bit. Uh, okay. K. I, I'm wearing a shirt that says thought. I it was, was in like s- couples therapy. I just want to be a hoe on couples therapy. <laughs> uh, is that hold on? Is that your is that your relationship past?
1: I know you're married now, right? Yes,
3: yes. But Were always you a hoe? A hoe? <laughs> oh, always, still, always, <laughs> I mean, always, forever. And forever. <laughs> Born a hoe, dying a hoe. What are we talking
0: about? How long have you been married?
3: We've been married, thank you for asking me questions that I shouldn't know the immediate answer to. Uh, A year, a little over a year and a half. Uh, Mm. January will be two years. Wow,
0: wow. I'm so surprised you're married because I think of you as just so... As a hoe, as a hoe, Not even ho, but like, you're a man that can't be contained. I'm saying, what? I'm like, he have settled down? I mean, your husband's wonderful. When I met him, I was like, okay, power couple, I see it. But I was just surprised in general at, you know... I think of you as a force out here in these streets. Maybe it's because you have so many hot pics on Insta.
3: Oh yes, I like to keep people thinking that you know <laughs> I, I still am out in these streets running them. But I love being at home <laughs> on my couch with my hubby. Yes, mm.
0: yes, very much relate to that yes. concept. But you
1: you, you uh, curate.
3: Yes, the, the branding the image is yeah, the whole brand the hoe yes. brand yes. shirtless glistening always hat. baby oil baby oil not coconut oil because coconut oil stains the pants and the clothes wow okay so ba- good to know i just, know. Learned, that. I just learned that
0: that's good to know you know you learn from experience it's what <laughs> andy said too when he was like brandon looks good in a
1: hat looks real good in a hat that was like his takeaway <laughs> mm-hmm. was <Yes>. hat work <laughs> and it was so funny to me. i can't pull it off if yes. I put a hat on, my head looks
3: uh, strangely shaped. Hats think? are not for everyone, and every hat is not for everyone. I just... That's uh, true. It's taken a while for me to find the company that, like, the hats Does work.
0: I really want to be a hat person. I've always wanted to be a hat and, like, a, sh- a shoe. More sneaker person. I thought Ooh, I I'm would love that. Person. And yet, whenever I, like, get into it, it's like... It's like another thing to lose. I think of hats is <laughs> like another thing that I'm going to put down in the seat next to me and it's going to be over. Or, but you're not supposed to
3: take the hat off because the hat is the look. Don't put the right. hat on. It's a part of the look. It can't right. come off. Mm. Right, right, right. You are correct. She means
1: at home. There's a pile of stuff. I don't know if you can see behind her. <laughs> no, Just I'm like
0: blocking it, it on purpose.
3: <laughs> the pile. She's like hugging you. Like she's I know. Like, Wait, don't. watch. I'm going to lean
0: over and see if you can see it.
3: See oh. That? Oh, yes, I do see that pile. What's so, yes. On, what's on your pile? There's a hat in there somewhere.
0: Hats some and purses. Um, Just open wallet. Like, I'm very... <laughs> I'm not... I know what's in the pile, but I will never... Clean the pile. You'll never you organize know? it. Yes. See,
3: we couldn't live together. My husband is that way, and and he's <laughs> almost gotten kicked out a couple times because I live for a container. Uh, container store is like, mm-hmm. I mean, honey, on my desk are like five containers. You can see this is one. Wow. Yeah. Hey, I got those. Oh, yes. Yeah. I live for the containers and the container store. I gotta, I gotta have everything. You like it neat and
0: tidy just so.
3: I live for neat and tidy.
1: (laughs) I said,
0: you and I I I resonating
3: on the same wavelength.
0: Yes. I feel it. But I will say for someone who likes neat and tidy, you're not afraid to get messy. Because this new podcast of yours, which we heard... That segue, stop it. That that segue was delicious. that That
1: was... a uh, uh, professional segue. That not expect. I honestly didn't expect. I know I, I, that think was, was masterful. I didn't think we, we were going in that direction.
0: I know, but I just I know we weren't because like I was like we do want to hear about like life and love, but I was also just thinking about how you know not just the podcast, but sort of the conversations you've been having since what. I'm calling the Caucasian Awakening.
1: Oh. <laughs> well, here's, I, 2020. Uh, yes. No, no, let me throw this yes. out. Let me throw this out at you. Yes. You like uh, Where I uh, tiptoe, and I think Naomi does, not with each other, but sure. with every other human being. Yes. We tiptoe around any kind of
3: conflict. Sure. We yeah. Don't want to wade
1: into those waters. We stay as far away from conflict
3: as possible. Absolutely. You're <laughs> in the middle of the city, away from the shore. Yes. Exactly. I can't
1: exactly. watch Curb Your Enthusiasm without feeling... <laughs> You uh, feel it viscerally. In my body, yes. 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 And That's I just can't watch
0: it because I don't like it. Well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> wow. Larry David, you are on blast. I am
0: dragging Larry Drag David him. on this
3: pod. Drag him from the strands of his hair around the back of his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> but somehow you
1: can you – can st- the energy that conflict brings – is not stored in your body or it is stored and you can figure out ways to discharge it. I don't know. I'm asking, I'm throwing
3: out possibilities. You tell me what the truth is. Sure. I, I, I too hate conflict. Uh, but, uh, that's why I try to approach my conversations from like a, a, a break, breakdown kind of way, as opposed to like I I dream of being a real housewife, but I know that I could <laughs> never handle that. I, I could never handle the the anger and the conflict of that. But when people are like, oh, tell me what you what you want or what you Tell Me, what we need to do, I can give that information, right? Like, I'd oh be God. a terrible salesperson. Like, if I had to like, cold call you and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, let's talk about racism, I'd be very <laughs> bad at that. <laughs> Ooh. Be awful at that. That's why I don't
1: like phone banking. I do it when I have to, yeah. And they're most important, yeah. But it's
3: a skill, it's payable, it really, yeah. yeah a skill
1: I don't really have. Although, this <laughs> one, the only good conversation I ever had phone banking was I was calling like a real Republican area of California and i got this guy who was like really super religious but he was also struggling with accepting i think it was accepting gay people i think that's what his thing was and he's Sounds like about right. he was having means. and i spent 45 minutes on the phone saying like hey i've read the jesus parts of the bible <laughs> and it pretty much says love everyone i don't think yeah. there's like a <laughs> asterisk in there not at all uh, <laughs> So, I don't know what the conflict is, buddy. <laughs> I said it like that. Like, I got like, that. like, that. like I'm like, hey, yeah, uh, what's, uh, Jesus says, love everyone. What's your fucking what's the problem, deal?
3: pal? <laughs> Oh my god, 40
0: minutes for 40 whole minutes.
3: That lasted it a is, long time. It, that lasted a long
0: time. It really. You're
3: like really trying to find out the conflict, really trying exactly. to find out what the problem is. <laughs> Love the gays. People are gay. <laughs> yeah, the like are gay. hot takes from Brandon Kyle Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think the guy had like an old
1: dad. I think that's what part of it was. I thought he was an old guy. Like he Not, was old and his dad he 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 told me a lot. It was almost like I'll say this phone banking and maybe this is it for you too. Uh, sure. But, like, uh, it felt like I was giving free therapy. Mm-hmm. Oh. To
3: mm-hmm. people who maybe don't have access to therapy. Sure, sure, sure. See, I experienced like an immediate hang up. Do you know? And that uh-huh. that's just too much rejection. Like, after five <laughs> calls where it's like oh, yeah. click, I'm like, ah, oh, this is, I- I'm feeling personally triggered. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, if it was just a plain hang up, I could do it. If, yeah.
0: if it's like, Fuck you, Trump twenty twenty. I'd be
3: like, okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> okay. which it often is. Sometimes it they is, like it's, to it's yell a- at you before they hang up. See, I am simply—if I get a call I don't want, I simply hang up. Like there, it's just not personal. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are people who will. <laughs> who were waiting to fight, you know? Right,
0: right, right, right. right. You got but, the sorry. right
3: one on the wrong day. You know what I'm saying? That, that energy, yes. that energy. I derailed this. Conflict, you, go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I too hate conflict, but you know, if it's for the greater good, and if people are willing, that's what I meant earlier, right. when it's like a cold call is like, I hate that, but if people come in and they're like, hey, I do want to learn about this thing. Then I'm down to have that conversation. And I actually studied conflict management. So like I have oh. some of that oh, okay. energy, I got some of those skills Wait, how handle. did you do that? Wait, because where? we know yeah.
0: you're a tish bish. And so where That's did conflict tish-bish. management come in?
3: Tish bish. That's where it came from. I took, <laughs> this is a, a roundabout the way, but I took a hip-hop theater class mm-hmm. and our, or hip-hop theater studies. And part of that was our teacher taught us about conflict management and gave us these tools of mm-hmm. like how to handle uh, difficult discourse because it was a hip-hop class theater NYU. So as you can imagine, filled, filled with white, white people. <laughs> filled to the brim with the whites. The white people were there, honey, wanting to learn. And so, <laughs> there were some moments where the black people were like, I'm sorry, what did you, um, what's your question? <laughs> and our teacher was like, okay, conflict, let's talk about this. And okay. so the whole thing is like, You're supposed to like say what you heard and then Mm. the person repeats back what they actually said. And then it's a whole thing.
0: okay.
1: Okay. A sea of white people just talking about how much they love Kanye.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Oh, that was such a knowing yes. That that energy. (laughs) Yes. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) That energy. Mm.
0: But I mean, it does feel like it really was in the Caucasian awakening that you sort of To got found the strength within to take up this mantle to be the person to kind of help some people out. Because
3: Unexpectedly, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, I was like, you know, what was that? I mean, honey, I'm doing Insta stories, but they're not really (laughs) touching on any deep issues. I'm just telling you what I ate today. And so like what kind of made you what kind I mean, was it just a feeling of okay, I need somewhere to put these feelings and then people came into you and you said, okay, let's get into it? Or Yes,
3: that's exactly. I think the first was, the very first video was, I have these feelings. I'm not about to have, like, individual conversations with each white person that I know. So let's just put it, (laughs) let's just, like, make one video, put it on Instagram, and the people who need to see it will see it. And then that kind of blew up. And then it was that moment of, like, wait, do I keep doing this? Do I keep Mm -hmm. having these conversations? And I did. I felt like, you know, I, I had clearly something was resonating with people. And so I was like, well, let me use, let me use whatever my skills are to keep talking as much as I can to help, you know?
0: Do you ever get tired of it? Because I'm very weird. Yes.
1: At hell because yes. I, it's interesting. You know, guys, when you get tired of it, you can just recommend everyone read, read white fragility. <laughs> yeah. A white woman's
0: book about how you're all going to hell. <laughs>
1: yes. It's like, Oh my, of all the Sorry, books that to was, be
0: the book though. So
1: we're all clear listeners. That was irony. <laughs> uh, would you like, like that
0: book. I don't know. Anyway. Sorry. Uh, we like, don't have to get into it. Too. No, we don't have to get into that. But, but,
3: we can if you want. I mean, com- that's conflict. That's conflict. You're right. right. <laughs>
1: well,
3: conflict of verse, Yeah. Um, I, do you,
1: I mean, unless you guys just want, uh, by you guys, I mean the listeners want uh, just half an hour of us dragging. What's her name? Who's
3: the reader? what's That's her the, face? Who's I know the writer? Robin, of White Robin Vigil- D'Angelo. Yes. Listen, it was, I will say this: It was a book. It was a book. That's right. Full stop. It was a full stop. I will say this: It was a book. I will say, a this, it a <laughs> it I will say this: It has an a ISBN number. <laughs> it was a book. I recommended it at first, and then obviously we we learned controversial things around and have whatever. <laughs> but I was just like, just it was whatever. Get away from me. I, I don't have any more answers. So like, why fragility? How to be an anti-racist? Just like mm-hmm. read, like mm-hmm. hear your beginner guides and however you get the information is however you get it. But I, but I need you to get the information. So whatever right. way speaks to you, do that. <laughs> <laughs> do That's that. true. That's true. I mean, do you feel like you're,
0: I mean, cause again, you went to NYU, you're from New York though. Yes was did you go like was nyu
3: your intro to being around all white people all the time or no girl okay. oh god yeah, no, yeah. no 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 no. <laughs> uh, i went to a boarding school in georgia okay georgia rome, rome georgia okay when in rome and, when in oh, Rome, Georgia. When in Rome, Georgia. Leave, honey. When you get there, when you see it, leave, honey. Um, oh, no. So that was like my introduction because I, before that, you know, I grew up in New York, Queens. I went to the United Nations International School. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. we were all of different backgrounds. And so going to Rome, Georgia when, was when it was like, oh, you are the black kid and Whew. these are a bunch of white kids. Sorry. Why would you leave New York? To No offense to anyone from Georgia. why? Would ask we, my you, mama, honey. Ask mama. <laughs> ask mama good. You, that's, <laughs> a, that's a question for her. That ain't a question for me. Uh, you know, they gave me a scholarship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like, you know, it was like a good education. <laughs> know,
0: like, in so you know. many ways. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like a good education, but also a good education. A good education. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Understand what
3: these white people out here are doing. <laughs> exactly. Below the Mason Dixon. Yes. Get Don't the be answer. fooled by this Puerto Rican parade and the Caribbean Day parade up in New York, honey. The real <laughs> Georgia ain't doing Doing none of that. And you need to know that. You need, you to, need know. to know. <laughs> you need to know that. Oh, God.
1: What? So you guys, that's what you guys have in common
3: because Naomi went to Dalton. Okay. okay. Yes, yes,
0: yes. yes. And the Wait, where is Dalton? Upper, upper East Side. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yes.
3: Yeah. Oh, so you were with the white people. <laughs> oh, yes. The wealthy, the, the wealthy the gossip girl. The gossip girl. <laughs> yes. I tell, I, I, I still have this fantasy, which is that I really want to be like an old white woman who lives in the Upper East Side. Yes. Rich. Three husbands <laughs> gone. Lots of money. <laughs> drinking martinis at 10 in the morning. <laughs> pearls. Just pearls. Yes. Oh, my God. What was the name of the woman who I love it. Was it Leona Hemsley
0: who gave all her money to her dog? She like uh, left her money to her dog in her will. See, oh, I
3: want to well. do that. I want to do that. I want to leave everyone alive, like scratching their heads, like this <laughs> motherfucker left his money to the dog. Oh, so much of it. That, that to me, <laughs> I was this guy like, left ultimate. his money to a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, give it more bricks. The
0: fuck <laughs> give it more bricks. That kind of like just like like to be wealthy and petty, you know? Wealthy and really, petty.
3: Just like yeah. wow, wow, Oof. wow, wow. Million, Millions. <laughs> Millions for the dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you know, going to going to high school in Rome, Georgia, yeah, and then you went, and then you came back here. You said, "Honey, get me back up north." Yes. What was your romantic life like? Your relationships were you hook? Were you hooking up? Were you crushing in Rome, Georgia, or was not until you got to college?
3: Uh. Mm- Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> she really asked it direct. <laughs> I don't do conflict. I just ask you directly. <laughs> um, in Rome, Georgia, I had a couple of girlfriends because I was okay. definitely trying to figure out my life. Yeah. And I apologized to them for not knowing <laughs> sooner uh, that they would not be for me. Uh, <laughs> and then I got to NYU, and that's when I started trying to really. Actually, it was a. Sorry. My. Summer before senior year in high school, no humble brag, I went to a program at Yale for this summer. Wow, 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 wow. Just a humble brag. I'll say it again. I went to <laughs> program at Yale <laughs> for this <laughs> summer. Um, and that's where I had like, my first like, queer experience. Okay. Uh, and so that's when I started actually questioning. Uh, but then it wasn't until I got to NYU that I could actually kind of explore and see mm. what that was. And I, my freshman year roommate was bisexual or is bisexual because uh, he's still alive. Uh, and, he, uh, and he was he basically gave me the best advice which is like you don't have to define it, you don't have to know it, you know, feel free to explore and then, you know, if by May, as I say gay by May honey, if by May, you know, you are feeling one way more than the other, then you can kind of define it. And that's what happened. Okay. And it, uh, it was like the best advice. It it gave me the freedom and i would actually take it one step further now which is like i think you're always allowed to explore you don't ever like these labels are so oh my god they're <laughs> yeah. exhausting exhausting like, indeed let and, then, it, and let truly, a motherfucker live
1: they truly are kind of ephemeral well it depends actually for like this is the thing that like i think slowly as humans if as a species we can survive it is we're slowly moving towards understanding ourselves as constantly changing but also that change itself this is where it gets complicated (laughs) that change itself is on a spectrum so there's some people who don't change right throughout their entire lives they're like oh this is my identity and I'm kind of like yeah I get who I am right and then all the way to other people who are like oh no my identity does change throughout time like it develops in different areas in different ways and also in relation to different people
3: yes Yes. and so it can but do you think but do you think the people who don't change, that's because they're scared? Like, don't you think, mm-hmm. like, like if if change was widely accepted, which it is not. Everybody mm-hmm. hates change. We all hate it. But if, cha- if we were reared to believe that change is a beautiful, natural thing and we all do it, don't you feel like everyone would do it? Or do you think there would still be people <laughs> that'd be like, no, 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 this is who I am. I'm good.
0: I still think there'd be people. I, I do this, just yeah. because. Okay.
1: I think there are people who like who, whatever their identity is. It gets set in by the time they're like twenty, and sure. then it's just like that's ah, who I am. Oh, yeah, that's me.
0: I also do me. <laughs> <right. Yeah. laughs> <laughs> with,
1: <laughs>
0: with that voice. But uh. I think there also. It's like there's a reason why like. The Bachelorette's been on for 45 years. There's a reason wow. why people eat lean cuisine. <laughs> some, some of it. us yeah. are simple. Some <laughs> of us like the basics. And I think that is a personality in and of itself, right? That's like fair. That's certain fair. Certain people have to be kind of rocks, like, meaning steady yeah. rocks. I don't mean dumb as rocks. <laughs> yeah. I mean solid. solid. Solid as a rock. Solid,
3: solid as, as a rock. rock. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, yes.
0: you know, some people just need to be that. Way. And I think that's like, yeah, because there are people where it's like, they don't question because they're like, it's fine because I do think you have to be sort of pushed to change.
3: Sure, right? yes. But I yes. just
1: mean like not even ch- – but like the fluidity of identity. There are always going to be some people that are like, look, it's like Unbreakable, right? Mr. Glass. Oh, no, no,
3: no. Wait, 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 wait. Mr. Glass. <laughs> uh, hold on. Listen First of this. all, I immediately went to Alicia Keys' song, Unbreakable. <laughs> and I was like, it's like Alicia Keys. Okay,
1: like no, it's like the M. Night Shyamalan Alicia Keys joint, <laughs> okay.
3: Unbreakable.
1: Yes. No, but like Mr. Glass was the end of the spec of like breakable, and his bones were super breakable, and and uh, on the other end of the spectrum was Bruce Willis's character who, who is, cannot be broken, who cannot be broken. Uh-huh. So you're always going to have broke. the identities who cannot be broken, and you're always going to yes. have the identities that are breakable and fluid, malleable, unsure. malleable, malleable. Yes. 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 Breakable yeah.
0: implies you know. Brokenness. I was just going with the metaphor, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, yes. y- y- I told I told you not to bring up M Night Shyamalan in front of company. <laughs>
3: But here we are. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> and we're going with it. <laughs> yes. No, I agree with you. I just think that if we were more accepting as a society, I do agree that there would probably be people still who wouldn't change. But I think there'd be more people in that middle space. I bet you're In right. that gray space that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Let's go with it. And, right. and let, uh, let's allow it to evolve. Because even what you said earlier, like at 20, mm-hmm. I, who are you at 20? Like, yeah. you're nobody at 20. You know <laughs> nothing <laughs> 20. I mean, 20-year-old me, uh, trash. Uh, <laughs> you know, like still needing time to develop and evolve, which is good. Trash is good, but it's like <laughs> you need time to develop and evolve, and it's going to shift. And And who will I be at 40? I'm sure that'll be very different than who I am right now, but uh, I think it's uh, the... The change happens because I want it to happen I'm looking forward to it and I'm open to it Right, right, as opposed to I have to stay like who I was when I was 20. Right, 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 right. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, those are the I mean, there's also the people who are like like they are changing as a person or they recognize it, but then they're clinging. They're like the people who peaked in high school who yes. like are clinging yes. to like that oh. the football trophy or oh. <laughs> football. i know that's a cliche no no but i know no, it though yeah yeah trophy. yeah 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 All no. right. stop screaming at me everyone <laughs> The science trophy
0: it's it doesn't very have to be. It can be really hard for white men to be victimized, Brandon. You,
3: know, you really can't raise your voice. <laughs> you really can. They're hurting right now. They're hurting right now. And what's funny is we haven't even raised our voices. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing about it. The interesting thing. Guys, Bill
1: Burr has a lot to say. <laughs>
0: um, um so, you know, as you said, like you kind of got to NYU. That's when you started to experiment. Not just experiment, but just kind of like explore yourself, explore, right? Yeah. Basically, just like literally college you grew up. Yes. Um, you know, how were your relations... You know, because you seem to be so um, mature and emotionally open and stuff. Were your relationships always like healthy and normal?
3: Oh, no. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. My relationships were awful um (laughs) because there was no sense of love for myself i Mm. also think that queer people Specifically, because most of us, and this is changing as the world changes, but I think my generation, and definitely the generations before me, it's like you weren't really out in high school, mm-hmm. and so you weren't exploring or, or in relationships or or figuring that out. You don't figure that out until college, some of us until our 20s. So you're kind of emotionally immature in terms of relationships, right? Okay. So all the th- all the mistakes mm-hmm. that I feel like maybe a 15-year-old mm-hmm. was making, I was making it like twenty five. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you know, the, uh, okay. the what you, a fifteen year old is like. Oh, this is this is a trash man that I'll keep with me. At twenty five, <laughs> you were like, "That's a trash man," and I was like, "Oh, I love that." <laughs> he likes me. Uh, he wants to be my friend? Like you know. So I definitely you know accepted a lot of things that were inappropriate and be, bad behavior. Mm-hmm. I let slide because you're just for me. I just wanted to be loved, and mm-hmm. I hadn't figured out— which is so corny, but I hadn't figured out how to love myself first. Yeah, yeah. So I was accepting just a lot of, oh, just a lot <laughs> of. Oh my God! If I could, if I could just be a fly on the wall of my 25-year-old self dating. It would yeah, be, I know. Well, are we sad. talking just like people who like don't have like
1: box springs? Or are we talking? <laughs> about
3: no, not even. I think. I think. Like, I don't care, you know, how much money. You, I mean, now I would tell myself, 25-year-old self, like, check the credit score. Like, that is important. But at the time, I didn't a care. That's uh, A 12, oh, a double uh, digit. A uh, uh, 600. Oh, girl. Um, at the time, I didn't care about that stuff. But um, what was happening was kind of... Like, I had a, a partner who, whenever I upset him, he would give me the silent treatment. Like, he wouldn't Ooh. talk to me. Like, we would be out in public, and he just wouldn't oh, talk to no. me. no. Which is inappropriate and disrespectful behavior right, to right. your partner. I have this thing that my husband clocked like uh, a year ago, which is that like when we both go out, I always take my own set of keys, whereas he'll be like, "Oh, you have the keys," mm-hmm. and I realized that that was because there would be times with this particular ex when he would just like leave. He would just like Fuck. leave me oh, and shit. go home, and if I didn't have my keys, I couldn't get back into our apartment. Oh my god! So like, god. just like really bad, abusive behavior that right. mm-hmm. me now would be like. No, 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 no. And in fact, I think my husband... Uh, had to deal with a lot at the top of our relationship because I was very like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, You're not doing that. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> like like everything I was on top of because you will not disrespect me. <laughs> you know, right,
1: like,
0: you were having the argument with the new guy that you should
3: have had with yes, the old guy. Yes, yes, right, thousand, right, percent, right. thousand percent. You overcorrected with your One husband. One thousand percent, like overly independent, ready for him to abandon me, ready for him to leave, <laughs> which is like all that trauma that luckily he was the right partner to heal that with, but... Yeah, no, me in the 20s dating, trash. <laughs> uh, awful. Uh, awful. Uh, awful. How did you. Also, go ahead. Sorry. No, no,
0: no, you must. Also, give me I was going to say,
3: also chasing the sex in the city dream. Like, yes. Chasing the Carrie Bradshaw of it all. Hanging <laughs> out at the cafeteria every weekend. Every yeah. weekend! Eating that mac and cheese, which was delicious. the that mac and cheese and the trio with the truck. Oh Come on. Oh my God. You are taking me back to
0: youth. Because I did think that was the coolest thing ever. Like being in Chelsea yes. when I was young and like sometimes in a cafeteria like looking back the food was fine. But it fine. was also like packed at all times because of Sex oh. City.
1: I will say I was excited to eat there when I finally did. did. You? Absolutely.
3: <laughs> and it was open 24 hours. Yes. So like at 2 in the morning you're done with the club you go to cafeteria you're like oh and it's I'm packed. fancy. And, and it's, it's packed. packed. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After the
0: club
1: or after improv practice, whichever one, <laughs> whichever, whichever one, one is cooler,
3: <laughs> whichever one is cooler, yes, packed. But oh. it's your like, and now I look at Sex in the City and I'm like, wow, all your friends are trash for letting <laughs> you end up with that man. Like, yeah. what is this?
0: I know, <laughs> I know. Like, I was pretty d- disappointed that Big was the one. I was like, Wildly. Him. i was him. like, him,
3: Ugh. didn't he stand you up? Up at the library oh,
0: and your we all, friends.
1: I thought we we're all talking about Barishnikov. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, he, he was, was also,
0: terrible, but I was, was always Team
3: Aiden. I was always Team Aiden. As you, anybody who is healthy and functional is Team Aiden. <laughs> that man would have taken care of her forever. Hello, he would have had you in the apocalypse. Okay, Come on. he would have built you a
0: house. Remember
3: when he, she was like out in the country from scratch.
0: and she's like ain't that a country girl? I'm like, girl, you better get pick up that plywood. He was I'm refurbishing the new
3: house. Remember next door? They bought next door. Yes. He was yes. refurbishing it. Yes. He bought it. That meant his money was correct. Come on. <laughs> uh uh
0: anyways
1: oh God. So uh, <laughs> Wait, David, was, you're gonna ask a question
0: well yeah but like now i'm just like now we gotta answer <laughs> questions but i was just one i'm just curious like literally curious about like you know as you said that process of learning to love yourself yes i know like i know it's like not an easy question to answer but what was it like how did you get there because i think about it as someone who's not there yet like i Ooh. think like i think i'm at a point where i'm just sort of like okay
4: like at best at
0: best you tolerate yourself yes at best I'm like and so I'm just so curious as to how you got there have you always been slender and in shape did that help
3: (laughs) (laughs) how dare you um I have always been skinny uh but that didn't help I mean like as a queer person like right like Queer men have such body dysmorphia. It's fucking disgusting because every, because we're, I think that we are, my theory is we are marketed the same way that women are marketed to, mm-hmm. where it's like the most perfect, in shape, beautiful person. You're like, I can never attain that. So that didn't make me love myself. Mm-hmm. Um, therapy is what helped years oh. and years, and I'm still in therapy. Because mm-hmm. uh, I tell this story, which is that when I was 21 or 20, I went to the NYU counselor because I'd just gone through a breakup with the first guy that I dated. And I don't remember what the whole session was, but at the end, I said to her that no matter how attractive I might be, I would never be as attractive as a white man. Mm. And she, as a white woman, looked at me with horror, and that's kind of when I knew that I had something off. Okay. I was, like, When I saw that white woman's fear in her <laughs> eyes, I was like, oh, me, girl? Is this not right? Is this not good? <laughs> not bad? <laughs> Uh, you don't know how to deal with this? Okay, <laughs> um, So that I think that was like the beginning of, oh, there is something here. And there was a lot of fumbling. I mean, after that came that relationship with that abusive partner who I didn't realize was abusive at the time. And there was a lot of, I mean, it's been a lot of trial and error. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think it's a muscle that I've been actively trying to work on. Mm-hmm. And it, if you're not actively working on that muscle, it'll never happen. I don't think we're not. Our society isn't set up for us to love ourselves. Like we we are, this is going to go wild for a little bit. We're in a capitalistic society that thrives on us not liking ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's how Mm -hmm. we sell products. That's how we sell shows. It's all built on us not liking ourselves. or not loving ourselves. So it's a muscle that we really have to be adamant about flexing mm-hmm, and building. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, and we're not even, like, the, the stuff that I deal with in therapy is, like,
1: a lot of us are built in such a way that you don't, you're not even paying attention to any of that stuff. It's not mm-hmm. just that, like, you have to keep working on it, but you have to learn how to actually pay attention to these feelings in your body, yes. recognize them in the moment, and then work on them. Yes, that, that you have whole to clock it. Yeah. Such it's such a, a lot. Long
3: process. It's a lot of work. You to, yeah, the negative, because if you think about, like, the negative thought factors have been in your system since you were like six seven like it's, it's always going and so to first thing is like to be able to clock the negative thoughts that are just running through your head right all, right. all the time and then once you are able to engage with that now it's like how do you stop that it's a whole process <laughs> <laughs> it really is it's way too much work <laughs>
0: or it's like or not just way too much work but i re- but i remember feeling like the moment i realized that it was going to be
1: ongoing work I thought I would be fixed at some point. Oh, you thought you would do therapy for a certain amount of years and then someone fixing a TV. Yes. I thought it was going to be a goodwill
0: fucking hunting moment where he (laughs) says some shit, I cry, we hug, I'm going to go see about a girl. Like, I thought it was just all going to be fixed in a moment. You know, I thought it was going to be like, you know, getting your degree. You have now finished crazy. You're on to healthy. And, like, it wasn't. It's like, oh, this going to be... Every day for the rest of my life. Every
1: day. You thought the therapist would hold up a sign that said, how do you like them apples to your brain? Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Of course. But
3: because from our earlier conversation, because we're constantly changing, it's just like new shit that you didn't even know was there. comes up and it just triggers, right? It's like, now you're older. Now your body is changing. Now your skin is changing. Mm -hmm. And what is that? Things that you haven't had to deal with come up. And then you have to like, Get back in there. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. It's so real. Okay. We're going to take a quick
0: break while I just let that sink in <laughs> and try to get myself back. <laughs> then we'll be back with Brandon Kyle Goodman to help handle your scandal.
3: Yes. Like Olivia Pope? <laughs>
0: Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings and I am definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers. But I'm still trying to look put together and the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable and it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the dropdown menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got in the new t-shirt shop. With Brandon, Kyle Goodman, you now that I feel like the readers know who you are, where you're coming from, a little bit of backstory, yeah. now we can kind of dig into some of their questions. You know what I mean? And okay. Like help, so they kind of know, well, we're giving our two cents. Yeah. yeah we're
1: making change. That's what I say to give <laughs> the two cents. Come on now. You know? Yeah. Now, we get questions by DM. We get questions <laughs> by GM, Gmail. We get questions <laughs> by voicemail. This one, of course, comes to us uh, at Naomi's. Uh, DMS. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I got a DM about this. Oh, can I read it when? Sure. This is the one, and I was like, "I." It's funny because she wrote me personally, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna. I want to talk to you about this." But then I was like, "Can I also talk about it on the show?" Just because I thought it was worthwhile. Because I'm sure like a lot of people have this feeling, maybe. Um, okay, right there, number seventeen. Yes. Um, now, there's a question, and then she writes, "Maybe more for Andy." Some background.
1: Hold on. She has a... There's a lot of compliments. Andy, I don't read the compliments like you do. <laughs> she, she, she loves the pod. <laughs>
0: I've listened to every episode since March in two weeks. Okay?
3: I just, we need the compliments. <laughs> okay, fine.
0: Okay. Some background. My parents are happily married. My dad is black from Mississippi. Mom is German from Germany. So my white mom is difficult. Every time you mention things your mom does to me, I want to shout retweet because I literally deal with all of these things from my mother. But on top of being as difficult as she is, she doesn't seem to understand racial slurs and thinks I am racist and that you, Naomi, are racist. Why? (laughs) You call Andy Jubu. She Uh, believes this is the same as any slur, like the uh. N-word. She is mad at me for saying things like, ugh, white people are being wild today, even though my white boyfriend will fully agree with the statement because he understands I don't mean I hate white people. I mean, in this instance, white people are tripping. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs)
0: How can I explain to her that Jubu is a groundbreaking, hilarious, cute as shit, loving, amazing, and nothing like
1: calling someone the N-word?
3: So, by the way, I
1: have, I have been called, by the way, certain certain words that are not fun, that are not as loving as jubu. that are not as loving as Jubu, and uh, <laughs> I would say, I will just say this: they elicit a different feeling. Goodbye, body. <laughs> than, than when my dear, loving wife calls me Jubu.
0: I mean, am I racist, Brandon?
3: No, I, you can't I, yeah. be. <laughs> I mean, I know. It's a, it was a trick question I asked you. Um,
0: but it is interesting, though, because I will say, and when I said to her, when my mom first heard I called Andy Jubu she was like, that's not appropriate, Naomi. How would you like it if he called you Black Boo? And I was like, well, I wouldn't like it because it doesn't rhyme. You know? <laughs> it, does, like, it doesn't work. It's, it's not, not a good nickname. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't roll off the tongue.
3: <laughs> it's not a good nickname. It's not melifluous.
0: It's not mel- I love Ooh, that Andrew. Spell it. I love a ten dollar word. Um, <laughs> that's twenty at least. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Ten dollar word. But like, so you know, I've also heard it from another black person. You know, I don't know if it's like um, uh, a mom thing. But this is because I think it's like this is not even just about the word jubu, but it is about our listener having a conversation with her white mother. Mm -hmm. You know, because she is half black and probably walks through the... She walks through the world with a different experience than her mother. Sure. So for her mother to sort of accuse her or me, someone she's listening to, of, like, racism is kind of to not really grasp the nuances
3: well, Yes, and to be very incorrect and kind of like needs to go back to basics of like, well, what is racism? <laughs> Let's start there. You need you need that kind of conversation first, and then you know understanding that the N word and boo are just <laughs> nowhere near each other, continents woo- apart,
0: continents. Well, because oh, also like Jubu, you know, boo means lover, a boo. So to call someone a Jewish boo is to, a Jubu is a Jew- Jewish boo mother has to understand what the word boo means. I think to really yes, understand, she which Alicia
3: Keys and Usher <laughs> taught us. Oh my oh my oh. Which uh, a girl I did it in high school. That was our song. Oh my god, how tender! I know, no longer our song, but still very much my song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I'll throw this wrinkle in for you guys. Yeah, uh, she is German. Yeah, so bomb. she might be a little oversensitive. Sensitive. Knowing the history. <laughs> knowing maybe what she grew up in in Germany uh, sure. as the history of her country and perhaps I don't know, so, uh, <laughs> something that may have happened there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds familiar.
0: Sounds familiar. 75 <laughs> 80
1: years ago that apparently Uh 50% of zoomers don't know existed. Oh right. A little event. I remember that. A little wow. event called the Weimar Republic. No, it's uh, (laughs) the Third Reich, obviously. Yeah, right, 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 (laughs) Yeah, yeah, of course, Henny, we know. Just so we're clear. (laughs) For for our Zoomer friends out there. Uh, (laughs) But so I I know that, like, growing up in Germany, you're kind of very sensitive to anti-Semitism. So anything that even, like, might verge on that uh, could, like, uh, raise your hackles? Is that the phrase? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, here's a question for you, though. Your parents know I call you Jubu. Like one of the first time they saw me do stand up was at a JCC, Jewish Community Center in York, Pennsylvania, honey. And wow, Andy's was parents drew a lot. It was, <laughs> it was a mouthful. It was, <laughs> it was, first of all, the show was called "Laugh Your Us Off," oh, and the lineup was yes. me and four Jewish men. Yes. And the best part was even even the poster. All of their pictures, you know, there was like headshots, were sure, all sure, sure. black and white, and mine was in color in more ways than one. Ah! <laughs> and it was like, and when we got there, I literally, of course, did boo material. So, like, did your parents ever say anything to you about it or have a conversation? Did you ever get the sense that they didn't like the term?
1: No, because they understand it. I think yeah. I, 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 agree with you guys. Also, I'm just, I was just trying to say, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. she, I, I bet that she is maybe a little oversensitive, but also it's might be a thing where. Uh, if you don't have a sense of humor, yeah. this person I, th- I think there's a lot of people that go around this world, I don't understand them, that don't have <laughs> senses of humor. And so mm-hmm. they, m- they miss out on a lot of nuance yeah. of things. yeah. And so I would say to this person, uh, you got to uh, sit your mom down in front of uh, a season of Cheers on Netflix. <laughs> How dare
3: you? <laughs>
0: That's, terrible. Gonna How dare you. That's a I was going to say Chris Rock.
3: That's
0: it. Sit her in front of Bring the Pain
1: and be like, Mom, do you get
0: it now?
3: But I also think what's important here is how Andy feels about it, right? Right. Like, I think, like, that's where it's like, okay, mom, you're being sensitive or whatever, but like, let's think about the person who's receiving it and what his take on it is. And this is a a married couple who love each other, and this is their term of endearment. And we have to take that into account as opposed to being like, "Mm, well, I said it's racist, so it's right. It's like, well. Exactly, exactly. I think that's so
0: important. I think, especially with like, whenever it comes to any kind of labels, I'm the kind of person where it's like, tell me what to call you. You tell right. me what to call you. Yes. And I'm going to go with whatever you fucking say. Right. Absolutely. And so it's like one of those things where it's like, well, you know, cause I know sometimes depending on who I'm talking to, people have like, if I, if I don't use the term Latinx, and then some people will be like, that's You have to use that term. but It's like, well, it depends on what the person wants to be called and how they think Absolutely. of themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so s- sometimes I really find like, uh, Feeling offended on behalf of other people, I think, is pretty useless.
3: Yes. I think that you can always step in and correct if you hear something that really is wrong or offensive. Mm -hmm. But if you're not sure, I I think it's really a a reach to be like, oh, that black woman on that podcast is racist (laughs) because she's calling her husband. (laughs) Like, that's like a a different level. That's not quite.
1: Yeah. 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 I think being offended on someone's behalf, though, is like a form of like I have no power in my life, and this is the one thing I can somehow have power over is like being offend is like is exercising like my morals, my ethics on behalf of this person. But I, it's interesting though, because even as I said it. I think it's, it's, it, there's obviously a little,
0: like, nuance to it. Because I do think, mm-hmm. for instance, a lot of racism work, to me, it's incumbent on white people. So yes. in some ways it will, that is them, yeah. quote, being offended on someone else's behalf. But sure, I, think yes. it's, I think
1: it's in the, that but is. That's where they end. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But yeah, the, yeah. that's where they end. They're oh, the like, outrage. I'm offended. on I'm outraged. I'm offended on your behalf we did it. <laughs> and <that's laughs> it and that's it and that's it yeah right right right
0: it's like what action do you take as a result but i feel like too. So it's like to me it's like i would much rather a white person school another white person because i think the conversation's going to go a lot better than sure. if you know like the moment like my black ass starts talking it's automatically now a different kind of conversation oh
3: absolutely absolutely you know? um
0: but also but also again so let's let's take it away from jubu she's also saying her mom hates it when she says white people be tripping or these white people these white people are wild today you know she she really takes it kind of literally as all of these white pe like all of these white people,
3: and well go ahead please uh what I like I mean when I have this conversation, I like to say that like <laughs> and I'm gonna tread lightly here uh <laughs> with white people like white people are able to kind of uh uh find their lineage right so German French Italian, whereas black people aren't able to and so there's a different thing when you say black people are blah 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 and white people are whatever and whatever because black people you uh, you end up kind of offending across a lot of different um, lineages that we just don't know about and so you do have to take extra care there whereas white people there's a, a colloquialism that I feel like you get to use mm-hmm. uh, especially as a person of color when you're talking about it because they are the majority or not the majority but they're the m- majority in power and there's a mm-hmm. lot of oppression and so we're able to to talk about so them in a different yeah. way, yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. opposed to like white people and all of your lineage, you, they are the majority in power. Yeah. And so when you talk about Black people or Latinx people or Indigenous people, it just it feels different. And to pull that out, it's like a poor person talking about a rich person, or making jokes about a rich people, is very different than a rich person making jokes about poor people, right? right. Like there's oh, just yeah. a different sensitivity uh, and and a different uh, like it doesn't work, right? yeah. Let me right.
1: throw this at you guys and see how, how it feels too. I think there's also a misunderstanding of racism that they – that racism is, is reified into a thing as a like – if you say a certain thing or do a certain thing, you are racist. You're irredeemably racist, and that's it. That's the end. That's the end. You're for, from uh, cradle to the grave. You're a racist <laughs> as opposed to it being a, a power relation. Right. Mm. And when you show that, like, well, no, racism works when someone in power spends centuries oppressing another group. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's how it develops. It's not just like, I said, Jew, like, Jubu, if like Hitler called me Jubu, <laughs> yeah, 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 oh very,
0: very no. much less romantic, different.
1: much less romantic, <laughs> Don't piss
0: not off. sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I not, mean, cute, not sexy,
1: cute, but not loving. Like that's a different thing than my loved yes. one, right? And it, it's calling me it, right?
3: Because right. it's yes. a different
1: power relationship,
0: right? Yes. Right, right, right. Well, it's also it's very interesting because I would also say too what you're talking about about white people and lineages. It's also different in America, because I feel like when we deal with racism in America, a lot of it is cloaked in America as a country, Uh whereas, like, I imagine a white person from Europe, from Germany, in the case of Mother is, is different than a white person just from, like, Georgia, for instance. Because Mm -hmm. they have this distinct European identity and a history to it. Yes. That they're, like, because I'm sure a German person would feel like they, I'm sure she may feel like she's not, like, white Americans, you know sure. what I mean? Or like a German-American person. A thousand percent. Right? So she's like, well, I'm not like that kind of white, <laughs> you know? Um, whereas me yes. as a black person, I don't necessarily, I didn't know there were different brands of white.
1: Right. When I was I younger, delineate. I didn't. When yeah. I
0: was younger, I did not know. Like when I went to Dalton, I mean, Andy and I talk about this a lot. Like me not realizing Judaism was Jewish people were its own thing.
3: Oh, absolutely. Because I thought it was just
0: a religion. I didn't understand that it was an
1: actual ethnic group. And so me it wasn't too. until I got to school and then people were. I was like, oh. And so like and and it's when I look even at people, different in terms of like class and um, geography. Right, the different time. Me, a Jewish, per- a middle class Jewish person from Pennsylvania, is very different from a very wealthy Jewish person right. from New York City. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And like, not necessarily knowing that, right? And when you are like, to me, I'm just like, you're what? I don't. Know. I'm like, what? yes. What? I
3: don't understand. What, do- what is this? What, are you,
0: what do you mean? You finish? <laughs> you said you finish? What's finish? You know, like I just like didn't know. And so, yes. and I also think a lot of white Americans. I mean, some of them are very into their culture. You know what I mean? And like, you'll have. I mean, St. Patrick's Day, honey, Honey, I didn't even know how many honey. people could be Irish. They all come out. They all come out in green. I didn't know.
3: But um, I don't think they're all Irish. They I know. <laughs> I, know. I know. They're not.
0: They're not. People are, like, into being drunk. Yeah, St.
1: Patrick's uh, Day is SantaCon. Right. Yes. Sh- for shamrocks.
0: <laughs> so I think it's, like, that's the other thing. But I think you do have to have – it's hard to have that conversation with your mother. Because I know that mothers are triggering, parents in general. Like, it's so hard to kind of have a conversation with them without it instantly pushing your own buttons, you know? Yes,
3: which is why I think you have to, in any of those conversations, because... I commonly get asked, like, how to deal with racist relatives or how to talk about race. I think if you can come into it curious, like, curiously, like, asking questions. Mm-hmm. So what do you, like, Mom, what do you think is happening when Naomi is saying jubu? When you say racist, what do you mean by that? What does that mean for you? Because you're likely having different conversations in general. Like, Mom's understanding of racist and daughter's understanding of racist, I would guess, is different. Yes. And that, and so you'll never come to... Um, Uh, an agreement or a resolution until you define those terms. Like Mm -hmm. define what's happening to you, mom, when you hear "Jubu." what what does that bring? When you hear
0: white people wild today, what makes you feel like it's, Personal. What triggers you? Yeah. Yes, yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know,
3: and that's more emotional labor on you know our yeah. part as times. But it's like if you're really trying to get to a, a reckoning or resolution, one of us has to be curious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah otherwise, yeah. we're just both defending our points, and it'll never, never work out. That's true. That is conflict management. That's Yay! conflict
1: management, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and you give us a next question. Yeah, let's do one more this uh this is a delightful voicemail i love voicemails the best you guys we Ooh. always say honey
0: when i get the voicemail i can hear where you're coming from emotionally okay yes. so call us three
4: two three five two four seven eight three nine hi naomi hi andy um i love the show i found you guys via ask ronna and <laughs> i'm calling in with a question so um I haven't smoked weed in like the last month just because I kind of felt like I just wanted to like take a little break. You know how some people do like their sober September or whatever from not drinking or whatever. I just wanted to have one of those but for weed. The problem is my boyfriend hates it when I smoke weed. Um, even though when I do, like I don't just get couch lock, you know, I like to do it and clean the house and <laughs> you know it makes me feel really creative and i get some of my my best creative stuff done when i'm on it but he just hates it and i feel like you know if it was the kind of thing where i was just sleeping all day or doing it right when i wake up that would be one thing but i really feel like i'm using it responsibly and it's not you know i'm not spending money i don't have on it or anything like that and I don't know, I just, I guess what are your guys thoughts when you're doing something responsibly and your partner doesn't like it for what seems like irrational reasons, um, which are the smell and also that his sister used to smoke a lot of weed, which like I don't see what that has to do with me. And also I'll like do it right before I clean and then I'll get in the shower or, you know, whatever. So I try to mitigate it all as, and do it outside, I should also say. So I try to mitigate it all as best as possible. But, you know, especially in quarantine, you know, I like to get high and color in a <laughs> book or something. and I just don't feel like his hard line on it is fair. I'm calling yes. because the month is almost over and I'm trying to figure out if I should, Go get some weed
3: or not. So, I love your guys' Uh, Okay, bye. An immediate yes. An immediate (laughs) yes. Immediately, Uh, I actually dealt with this with my husband. Really? Yes. Do go on.
0: Give us every detail.
3: Yes, I uh, love smoking <laughs> weed, and there was a time when my husband was uh, not as happy about it. and this is again, with your the last question, curiosity. Um, and I think the sister is actually a key component in this. Mm. There's something emotionally triggering about the weed mm-hmm. to uh, this caller's partner, mm-hmm. and that's what he needs to investigate. Um, because it, it, there is probably something irrational or whatever, but there's probably something emotionally attached to Mm -hmm. weed to, for his partner. Like it represents something. So for, for my husband, it represented, you know, kind of the, the, the branding of weed and his mother's relationship to it. And Mm. and it meant that you were a slacker and that you were lazy and that it was a gateway drug. And, but so all this stuff that we were kind of raised in that you never question, right? Mm -hmm. You never question. Okay. Is weed actually bad? What is bad about it? What are you like, like just getting curious about all the the um, conclusions that we've made about it and what it actually is? Right, right, does right, 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 right. yeah, yeah yeah, it does.
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, so what? How long did that take? Was it simply having one conversation with your now husband to get him to realize, or how long did y'all kind of grapple with it?
3: It was a couple conversation. It was a couple conversations for sure, um, and just like again, just getting curious, being like, "Well, tell me what what this means," and then kind of saying, "Okay, well, that's not what it means for me, and that's not my relationship to it." And we have to, as partners, respect that we both have different relationships to this thing, and how do we come to the center? Because it's not like. I'm not saying I want to do math. Like it's a very <laughs> different conversation. Like you're being so unfair. I like doing math and cleaning the house. Like that's not <laughs> a conversation. So I think it's just like, let's come with facts. Let's talk about like what what is weed? What is marijuana? What's my relationship to it? What is it, what does it do for me? How does it help me or or whatever? And what does it do to you? Why does it make you anxious? And just having like a really grounded, mm-hmm. not trying to win conversation. Uh, I think after two or three of those, it was like, okay, yeah. I, like You're not doing it all the time. You do it on the balcony. It's not a big deal. You're not like a psycho. when You you know, some people are psycho. <laughs> some people, it don't hit right. <laughs> you know? And so I get that. Like, if it doesn't hit right, uh. but if it's not doing that and you're still a functioning person doing your stuff, then it's like, I guess yeah. this isn't as big a deal as I'm making it out to be. Yeah, Naomi, you don't have a problem when I smoke opium and do the laundry. <laughs>
1: As long as you fold the clothes, honey, you can have
0: all. The honey, you, you can you do want. whatever you
3: want. Fold uh, it, put it and put it away. Put it away,
0: exactly. <laughs> I mean, but even now, when you smoke, do is there a part of you that's conscious about not doing it around him or waiting till he's gone, or no, you don't even no like, try to he no okay.
3: no because he's I mean, and he's like you know we've since passed that, and he yeah. doesn't care. But no, there wasn't no. Yeah, I mean, we he didn't never go through that. I mean, I don't know because like I tend to be like. It's
0: interesting, like you and I versus, you know, I, Andy's vegetarian, I'm not. Andy's mm-hmm. never pressured me about it, never given me shit. Yet there yeah. is a part of me, I don't really cook meat in the house. Ooh. And it's not, and you've never really said,
1: you've never said anything about no. it. But it's like kinda you like You have the, I mean, there is meat in the freezer. You just never do anything. Oh, you mean by meat? You mean the two pieces of fish? <laughs> fish is
0: meat. You see what I'm dealing with. I'm like, I got two frozen salmon pieces from Trader oh, Joe's.
3: That's fish. That's not meat. <laughs> Look at the pyramid. The pyramid says it's fish. Alright, this isn't Lent. It's all it's all flesh to me.
1: A flesh,
0: <laughs> my goodness. But uh,
1: um but, but but you know. Well, I, this is the thing I think – tr- uh, I think there are a couple things that stuff like this triggers in people. Whatever it is, wh- wh- if there's some kind of like moral disapproval yes. it, it's somewhere, it, I think like like for vegetarianism, I, this isn't with Naomi, but I know my dad, it kind of triggers my dad. I know he like makes comments about it. He's not nasty, but he will like make a comment if we go to a restaurant together. And yes. I think he – feels like it's a morally superior there's something moral about being a vegetarian even though i don't proselytize i don't say right, right, right. i don't say anything. i don't like show him pictures of slaughterhouses while we're eating <laughs> like it's nothing right. like that but that in his mind it is a more moral position and just by dint of existing around him
3: that yes. that is calling his ethics into question It's an unchecked bias, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's a it's a it's a bias or like an assumption that's never been uh, examined. So he has an assumption about vegetarians. He's never examined it. And so you get these side comments when you go to dinner as mm-hmm. opposed to like, well, what is vegetarianism <laughs> and what is my like stuff around it? And is my son even like trying to make me a vegetarian? <laughs> like whatever that, you know what I'm saying? It's funny actually, cause you say this and I kind of realize it probably ties
0: into, you know, you Andy make no bones about thinking where you grew up was kind of a shitty town Thinking that like you're a little bit kind of better, <laughs> not shitty, yeah, but just basic. Okay, basic, right? Okay, but okay. I but I wonder if that vegetarianism also again that's something that you kind of that happened for you when you left home and you kind of got to what was it grad school or college? But either way, it was like a little bit of like grad I'll, school, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it's kind of wrapped up in that Andy sure. think he better than everybody shit. Sure, and I wonder if that hits that same button for Dad as sure. you being like. Well, I do. There's nothing good to do here.
1: <laughs> like, come I, on, do this work. Yes, come <laughs> we'll do this work. <laughs> I, I, yes. I do send them a text every day that says I'm better than you. Right. right. So, no, that would honest, do it. but that you would know
0: what I mean, though.
1: Yeah. Oh, sure. There's a lot of, like, <laughs> there's definitely a lot of stuff from, like, uh, probably because, I mean, look, this is all me guessing, but, like, probably be- because they, uh, my parents are also conflict averse. Uh-huh. So we don't really talk about this stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. I would guess, like, this stuff comes from, like, when I was a little more, like, as a teenager, vocal and arrogant about, like, hating mm. Reading and being, like, this place is basic. I can't wait to get out of here and yeah. all that kind of sure, – the suburbs sure, sure. suck, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure there is probably some resentment from – even though I, I don't talk like that anymore. Sure. There's probably still some resentment
0: On their part. It lingers
3: because it was never resolved. It's these unresolved emotions. And I'm sure for your listener, his boyfriend has some unresolved emotions around weed that is now... He is now the listener uh, receiving. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, well, what we're, it's just getting curious about like, well, where is that coming from? What is actually on the table? The evidence, as therapists like to say. Show me the evidence. Show me the receipts, if you will. (laughs) Show me the receipts. Because quite honestly, it sounds
0: like this person is getting high and organized in his receipts. So I I say, let him do it. I say, (laughs) let him do it.
3: He's going to get high and clean the shower?
0: They do (laughs) that. I'm like, excuse me. I mean, and I guess also if it's like a, if it is like just a smell thing, because I know I don't like the smell of it. I don't really, I don't do it, but obviously the alternative would be like an edible. So you can always kind of do it. That would be like, no, it's not just smell. You know what I mean? Like it's like, nah, because that can be, Yeah, it's the other stuff. I wonder how old they are
1: too, because like I grew up with Dare. And just say no, and that kind of yes. stuff. Yeah. And that yes. shit got in my head. Like I've never done any drugs. I don't have a problem. Yeah. Uh, there's almost no drug. Like if someone else wants to do it, I I have gotten freaked out when people do coke and shit in front of me. Like, I don't that, like, like the that, look that...
0: of crack, and that's because I saw New Jack City. Sure,
1: as a child, <laughs> like I would <laughs> probably <laughs> mess me up. But if you want to do a drug, requiem for a dream. That's <laughs> <Yes>, exactly <right>. <laughs> <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> fucked me <back>. up. <laughs>
3: Right.
1: Uh, yeah. Yes. There are <laughs> images from that movie that will never leave my brain.
3: Yeah. That's a movie you only need to see once. Once. <laughs> once. once. I remember that seeing is... it in
0: college and like, oh my god, Jared Leto with
3: that arm. I. Oh said my god. I
0: can't.
3: It was the mother for it was Earl Ellen Burson for me, really? uh, thinking that she was wa- walking in the street, thinking that everything was fine, and then it's oh. just oh, oh jesus God. i just said uh-uh see <laughs> uh-uh. they should just play that in schools now sure. like really? instead of dare really? just show oh requiem God. for a dream oh yeah. i am planning to show that to my 14 year old when i have one sit <laughs> your ass down watch this move me. yeah keep but your it, ass out of trouble
1: it fucks with your head <laughs> like all that stuff and you're like oh if i like if i do one bong rip i'm <laughs> I'm gonna be. Yeah. I'm gonna be in like a crack house the next day. Like right, it, right, That right. was the yes. messaging during the 80s into the 90s. Yeah, a thousand yeah, yeah, percent, yeah. totally. And, and so I wonder if there's some of that, like, kind of like fear, right? A right. partner, that he's,
0: that he's, his partner has to unpack on his own. Yeah. Right, because he, because he can see, he can see our listener is, as he's saying, he's like, I don't sleep all day. I'm not like bolted to the couch, and you know, so it's obviously your partner's not becoming that person. Yes. And if he ever were to, like, the listener's not becoming that person, and if the listener were to become that kind of person, then you leave him. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, there's no, yeah. like, to me it's kind of like, you can't tell somebody to stop doing something. You either stay or you go. Right.
3: You right. know?
0: Um, and so if it's not hurting you, you know, if, if you can, can kind of unpack the, it tell, yeah, so y'all need to have a talk. That's a long way of saying y'all need to have some talk.
3: y'all need to have a talk because it's not hurting you, it's not hurting him then what then what are we? Where is the What's hurt? Not, Where where's is the hurt? hurt? Show me the hurt and then we can stop. <laughs> <laughs> what if the boyfriend just hates fish
1: And the band? Yes There's two pieces oh. of fish in the in the stereo. Two
0: pieces
1: of VH? Sorry, that was a <laughs> terrible oh. callback to you talking about two know, pieces of I know, but I didn't
3: understand. I was like P-H-I-S-H. The
1: <laughs> They're a jam band, Naomi. That people who are high
3: like. Yes. Uh-huh, oh. uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, so when I you know, get high, I watch Whitney Houston videos. Do so. you? <laughs> it hits. It hits. That voice hits, honey. Oh, honey. <laughs> that voice hits differently. It hits oh, differently. My God. Uh, you
1: guys know a uh, joke is successful when you have to explain it to people with furrowed brows. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That's when when it's out of the park. You know, it's a real A to D situation.
0: (laughs) Oh, Brandon, thank you so much for talking to us.
3: Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. This was the best. You're wonderful. Can't wait.
0: Everybody, listen to Brandon's podcast, okay? It is so good. It is so fun. It is out now. Yes. So get your life. All Get right, your life. We'll talk to you. do the
3: work in black, folks. <laughs> Woo!
0: All
4: right, I'll bye. bye.
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.